Hello there, wrestling fans, and welcome to the internationally known Tuesday Rings Day Podcast, episode 104. But first, we would like to have a moment of silence for the man that created this beautiful championship from my childhood, Reggie. Thank you. And now, introducing, from the top of Metal Mountain, he's the happy heel himself. From all 50 states, all parts of the beautiful country, it's the Metal Geek. What's going on, Ringside Crew? What's going on, Internationally No, What's going on, everybody? What's going on, Joe? How's it going, bud? I'm all right. Ugh, sad, sad to hear about Reggie passing away, the man that created the Winged Eagle title. But let's warm that up. And get a little extremely awesome. For the first female, first trans person to ever be in impact. And the most beautiful woman you'll ever meet. Let's give a warm dudes at ringside welcome to Jamie Lynn. <laughs> Hi. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Oh my gosh, finally my get a chance okay. to meet you. Finally get a chance to meet you. All the messaging is finally happening. <laughs> welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, so if our fans aren't familiar with you, introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. My name is Jamie Senegal. I hate you all. Don't watch my wrestling. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's great. So yeah, kind of, it kind of reminds me of uh, uh, somebody who from the UK. I don't know if you're familiar with um, Jason Hyde. I've heard of, I think, oh my gosh, there's a spider web. I've heard of, I think, maybe. Funny as hell. Yeah, my <laughs> so my, my girlfriend found that, uh, a brown recluse right in the dishwasher, so, so don't feel bad. It was me. <laughs> so. It was me. I was taking a shower. <laughs> Great. This is I'm already feeling the happy friendly vibe here. This is just like this is what we do here at Dead Circuit Side. We always have fun. It's like wild and crazy kids from the 90s. We're always trying to have fun. Wild and crazy kids. Bring back show my age. So who trained you? I was trained by Twisted Tate Hammer and Lufisto and Rob Noxious. And uh, John Patrick Trotsky, supremely great, and DJ Hyde and Preacher. Wow, that's an impressive list right there. It's that's a handful. <laughs> and um, and I was like, like in my brain taught by Sue Young. <laughs> like she taught me, she taught me how to handle the road, and she taught me like a lot of um, a lot of my like in ring psychology. Mm. So what was it? Oh, you're gonna ask this. You get this question. You always get a geek go. It's a, it's like what was your first match like in front of a crowd? Um, that day, wow! I wrestled my trainer in my first ever match, and that day I was so anxious, literally having an anxiety attack. Uh, I was fighting with my cousin Jared, who was like my best friend. He passed away last year, and it's coming up in one year, so I miss you, pal. But um, we were fighting all day because I was so anxious. And then I went and wrestled, and 
it was wild and I got the skin chopped off of my life. Like, <laughs> Jeez. Wow. Oh, I loved it. It was, it was amazing. It was so fun, but I was so tired. <laughs> mm. Who would you say your toughest opponent was? My toughest opponent? Yeah. That's say, Wow. This, this, they really hit hard or they're, they're tough. Um, I have a couple. Maria Manic. She whooped me. Uh, there's a match that I have up on my YouTube where I was working so hard and she would not, I couldn't get her down. And then uh, out of nowhere, she just snatched me and hit a F5 and I was done so. So, yeah. so definitely Maria Manic. Um, uh, Mercedes Martinez. <laughs> mm. Uh, I had locked up with her, and as soon as we locked up, she just threw my arms down and chopped me as hard as she could, and I Ooh. just, I, I died a little bit. <laughs> she whooped Jeez. me, um, and then my other one would be uh, Mr. Ace Austin. He always whoops me, always. Yeah. I've known him since I was like 14, so there's a lot of years of like us just being pals that he's just comfortable enough to whoop me so <laughs> oh my gosh yeah so so um oh gosh I'm trying to think. you go and get geek i'll i'll get back to it i'm trying to think of my question Jeez. all right so um like where's the dream places you would love to travel to um I would always love to go to Africa. I love Africa so much. And I've always wanted to go to Botswana or Tanzania and see lions. And I almost went last year to South Africa to work with lions, but there's a whole thing there on why I can't uh, because of uh, gender queer laws and stuff and that kind of stuff. So like, it's scary and I'm just putting forth good effort to not, uh, to be able to let that happen someday safely. So so you're you do a lot of deathmatch wrestling. So when you have to do regular matches, do you feel like, like weird about doing regular matches than doing deathmatch? Um yes. Because like there was a solid like year of my career where I was wrestling in no ring deathmatches more excuse me more than I was in a ring. And that was kind of during like covid times too like during quarantine so like there really wasn't a lot of shows running with rings anyway so like i was like getting back into the ring was kind of like the weirdest feeling ever because it's like it's a home that i know so much and know so well but haven't been to in so long that it kind of felt different and i had to warm back up to it hmm. and I, I still even though i've been wrestling like on almost a weekly basis for the last what is it october for the last like five months or so still feels so weird i'm still getting used to it again hmm. interesting so you're you're an impact now right is there anyone you would love to work in with an impact that you haven't worked with yet everybody i want to wrestle every single person on the entire planet awesome. and now that and now that the uh the door for um, AEW is open. You could even wrestle some AEW people, which is even even better. I would love to have a rematch with Penelope Ford because I wrestled her in 2016 when I was I was like 18 years old, and 
I felt like the match is pretty solid, but we never, we're like, we're really, really close. We never saw that footage back ever. So we've just always been wondering what that match was like. So I would love to have a match with her. Oh. Awesome. So you you got a chance to wrestle Kennedy Copeland. We have her coming on the 18th. You have any stories from that match? Um, I have like a thousand stories <laughs> from that whole um, from the minute I got there until the minute that we left. It was just the craziest like five hours of my life. <laughs> like, um, I came in and I hadn't met her yet, so I wasn't really sure how she was gonna like feel about me, and I just wanted to make a good impression. And I went over to her and she was like, hey. And I was like, hey. And then we were like, so what do you want to do? And we were thinking about just crazy stuff. And all of a sudden, like at the same exact time, her and I just started thinking of Jackass. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> so we were like, um, yeah, here we go with this. So, um, <laughs> excuse me, sorry. There's a lot of dust over here on my vanity that I didn't realize and it's like getting in my lungs. Um, uh, so I didn't, so we came up with this whole idea and we were talking, but like we were putting the match together and I was laughing so bad in my head. I was like, what if we did the wildest stuff ever? So I pictured us going outside into the middle of downtown Orlando and like shooting fireworks off that were like baseball stadium sized into the sky and then, like, us both getting arrested live on the show for shooting fireworks. I was oh, like, shoot. it would be crazy. Come on, we got to do it. <laughs> but, but I was just kidding. But, like, it would have been the funniest thing ever. So that, and then uh, leading up to the match, we were just kind of walking around. And Madman Pondo was backstage. And, oh, and he saw me come in with this bag. And he was like, what's in that bag? And I was like, you don't want to know. And he opened the bag and it was Roman candles. Oh, geez. <laughs> and bottle rockets. And he just started looking at me. And I was like, I don't know what you want from me, but this is happening. It's the 4th of July. So, so then when our match started, we started going off and we got into a Roman candle fight. And I had never shot a Roman candle in my life. And um, I started lighting it and going off and it started popping and like shooting straight at her like multiple. And I started screaming because it scared me. <laughs> so I was like pointing it at her and it was like, boom, boom. But also I was jumping around because it was the craziest experience of my life. So I swung my arm to look at the camera and be like, I was trying to like in my head make this like comedy moment where like, it's going off and I don't realize it. And I'm like, what? I don't understand. And while I'm doing that, it's like, bam, bam, and hitting her. And I swung my hand and it shot up and it went over a girl's head in the crowd. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> like by this much, it just went pew. And I literally heard this girl go, oh, hell no, you're not about to ruin my hair. And she left. <laughs> and I was like, damn. So then I threw that down and whatever, eventually, um, I'm calling out my friend Summer Pennington for this one. My friend Summer held my arms down in between the guardrail, and then Kennedy Copeland took a bottle rocket and shoved it in my butt cheeks and shot it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> she shot it across the venue, and when it shot out of my butt, the entire crowd was just going, USA, USA, USA. <laughs> That's messed up. Yeah. 
And then, <laughs> and then for the uh, for the finish, I stuck her inside a shopping cart and pushed her off of a stage through a door onto hardwood floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One of the guys in the chat uh, is, is he, like... Is he, you made his day right now. His name is Josh the King. comes into our chat a lot. He's like, he's the biggest fan of yours, by the way. He's oh, hi, there. Josh. Hi, King. <laughs> See? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Hi, pal. I have a stepsister that lives in San Diego. Yeah. That was, I was like, I wanted you to tell that story so geek. Cause I, I'm like, I can't tell it the right way. She has to tell the story, not me. Yeah, I, 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 when he told me the story of the jackass thing, I, I, I'm like, what is going on over here? And, <laughs> I mean, we were literally like that too while it was happening. So, did you have the theme going on in your head that bum dinner, bum dinner, bum dinner? Yeah. Yeah, like from the moment we saw each other, it's like we made eye contact to introduce ourselves to each other, and we just heard. Bow, now, now. <laughs> you should have just labeled the jackass match. I Jack. mean, it might as well have been that somebody took the edit of made an edit of me throwing her in the cart to that song. So I got in trouble when I introduced her, like like coming on the podcast, because she got confused on her date and she thought it was the eighth, <laughs> and I was like. And I was like, I guess she forgot it was the thing. I'm stupid me, got all angry little guy. I was like, I'm just gonna erase me off the list. And then I was like, you know, and then I realized I was at my cousin's house in in Massachusetts. I said, You realize your date is the 18th, right? And she's like, Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to reintroduce her like it wasn't happening, <laughs> like all over again. Tell the fans she's coming on the 18th. Yeah. And I made like the little video I do that says our guests coming on and they use the jackass theme. I got flagged by Instagram. I was like, Instagram is a, a bitch. Yes. <laughs> and they, it was the Instagram's music. I told us to geek. I said, I took a picture of it in my email. I said, geek, that's their music. No, the Instagram does trip like that though. Cause like sometimes I'll be on live and I'll play music and they'll flag me and make me stop being on live. Mm. I'm like it's alive. I'm not making money off of being on live. That, that's what me. That's what me and Joe are worried about all the time. Like for an independent wrestling show, they always play music in the background, and I'm like, oh geez, they're gonna flag our channel for playing 30 <laughs> seconds of it. Like yeah. it's and it's like a real popular song too. Like you know what like, song it is? Yeah. It'll, it'll be like a. We interviewed Tina San Antonio, and it was a song going in the background, and I will. I'm thinking. This video's gone. This I love I love Tina San Antonio. She's awesome. She's awesome. We were trying to get we we were supposed to get her on a certain date, and then she's like, "Oh, I can't do that date," and then she never like got back to us. I was like, "Thank well, you." Well, she Maybe got the, a nice butt. Oh yes, she does. She she, she special guest refed one of my matches before, and her little booty cheeks were out. And every time I bumped, I was like, "I wish my butt looks like that." Like. You're gonna laugh, but seats we had. Uh, we went to a show like last month, and we were supposed was, to go to one. It wasn't show. last month. It wasn't. It was, one, it wasn't last month. Two months. It was, now? Jo- it was, it was July. It was July. It was July. I get this confused. Grandpa Joe forgets. You know, we sit on Joe. I forget. Joe's story time for Joe. Um, we we were supposed to just go to the Victory Pro Wrestling show. Yeah, and we asked. Uh, we know somebody from. NYWC and they said, calm down. So we they 
told us to come to the gate. They said, pick whatever seat you want. So I was like, sure. I'm sitting in the front row. I seen St. Tina Centennial's face. I'm like, she's cute. Of course, front row seats. Tina, first thing she does is rip her little towel, skirt off and like bend over right in front of us. I'm just like, mm, mama's got a donkey. <laughs> Give you the sweat. My bald head was all sweaty. <laughs> it was hot that day. So my, my tie-in question with that is, you prefer wrestling inside or outside? Of the ring? Yeah, like out like like ring outside, shows. Outdoors. Outdoors. Oh outdoors or indoor. Honestly, I don't really know. Because <laughs> mm. I, I like them both for different reasons. But like honestly, at the same time, 90% of the indoor shows are hotter than the outdoor shows. So I kind of I would rather wrestle in the blistering heat of the desert outside than in some of these places that I wrestle at. <laughs> so mm. So if it's a very air-conditioned place, which luckily the last couple of months I've been wrestling in super air-conditioned places, I would prefer that. Mm. The, the, yeah, Victory Pearl always has an air-conditioning place. I love that. I've been, my whole career, I'm like notorious for like calling out, calling out when it's too hot when I'm in the ring. So like <laughs> before I even lock up, I'm just like, girl, there's no AC in this place. Like, I'm like, I'm blown up and I just did my entrance. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you should definitely check them out. They're on Long Island. It's a good promotion. Oh, for sure. Victory Pro Wrestling and the New York Wrestling Connection. I know the New York Wrestling Connection. I wrestled there. Oh, you did? Yeah. What was the year? Uh, I wrestled there in 2016, 2018. Maybe 2019. I don't know. Mm. Me and Geek have been fans of. We've been going to their shows. So how many years now, Geek? It was like oh four, probably oh five, right? Yeah, we've been going to their shows for oh four or since oh four or five. I've been in Pennsylvania now for like thirteen years, and I hadn't and, gone. To, and you hate it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Joe, want, Joe wants to come back to Long Island. Oh, I want to come back so <laughs> bad. The people here are, are weird. <laughs> like, like I'm happy in Arizona. <laughs> I have family in Arizona. It was nice and hot there. That's where. I live half in Arizona, half in Pennsylvania, and the half in Arizona is the better half. If you're not busy, if you're still around on, on Monday, check your check your GPS and check how far Milford PA is and come stroll over to Key Food and I'll give you a sticker. Sounds like a plan. We can sticker trade. Yes. Um, here's the thing, though. Uh, I'm going to throw it like a Frisbee, my sticker, and you have to catch it with your mouth. Okay. Mm, I feel like there's my mask. Like you have to catch it like that time that Squidward took his first bite of a Krabby Patty. <laughs> Make sure you give enough that I can give send send some to Geek because Geek likes stickers. Yeah. Me, oh, actually, for sure. Yeah, we got we stickers in the background. I don't know if you can see it, but oh, I do. Yeah. If I could show it, ah, it's it's in the corner right there. It's in the corner. He we got one from Billy Stark. Yeah. Oh, what a sweet baby angel. Oh, yeah. the, oh, let me the, see. Her episode was hilarious. She was doing the, the finger, the, <laughs> the uh, she was, she was some, some, I, of the story, some of the stories, some of the stories that she was telling about like training and stuff like that when she was training, how she got her name. I don't want to give it, I don't want to give it away. You just got to watch it on the you podcast. Have to watch that episode when you're not busy. Oh, I will. So I will. Funny. Uh, so funny. funny. We also uh, had Stevie Ray on our podcast. Who? And stuff like that. 
from Harlem Heat, Stevie Ray. Oh, yeah. Stevie Ray. That's awesome. The man does not want to talk about wrestling. <laughs> like, sometimes, sometimes it's like that, though. We we were talking about food with him. Do you, what, like, what kind of food do you blame? Do you blame him, Joe? Do you blame him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like if you're working at Key Food, it's like let's talk about stocking sodas or or. And then I'll walk away. Yeah. I'll storm away like an angry girl. Mm. <laughs> 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 and just storm off. Do you like my sweater? It's new. It's pretty. It's fun. It's, it's like a juice. It has like a Halloweenish Beetlejuice feeling. Yeah, it's it's ooky spooky, ooky and spooky. Yeah. Oh, by the way, thank you for uh, retweeting our poster and our promotional yeah. poster today. And so, yeah. you, a bunch of your friends all liked it. I was like, yes, that's great. <laughs> you know, like this, we've been me and Kiki have been only doing this for, since March, <laughs> and like. We like, we've been getting a lot of support, a lot of support. So we so thank much. everybody. Thank like, everybody love, for coming on. We love the support, and we do this for you guys to like help you guys get your names known around the the different countries, different states, and like that's why I'm we love the wrestling so much. Hey. I'm on sweater. Yay! The sweater is new. It's not as big as I wanted it to be, though. I wanted it to be a lot bigger because I normally wear things that are like super oversized and like a dress and it's kind of fits tight and weird. Like, look at it. It's kind of weird at the bottom. I'm wearing shorts on underneath it, but like, oh, oh my gosh, I thought I just stepped on my ferret. Could you imagine? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, it's kind of like, I don't know. I wish it was a little bigger. Yeah, I'm not going to question. Do you have any pets? And that, I have a ferret. Them? Should I get him out? Well, of course. Yes. If he's nice, if he's nice, Lance, he's not gonna get you. <laughs> if, he hasn't, if he doesn't bite, he's not, not gonna you get you. If he, if he, you don't never know if he bites, right? Geek, we're all the way in. I'm in Pennsylvania and you're in New York. The ferret's not gonna get you. <laughs> oh, look at the ferret. Look at that pretty little angel. Say hi. <gasps> his, wow. name's, his name's Weasel. Hi, Weasel. Hey, hi. We, we we call all the animals that come on our podcast floofs at ringside. Oh, yeah, that's you. You're a floof at ringside. Welcome to the family. Say hi. How long have you had your floof? He, I got him right after I debuted for Fest Wrestling. I used my Fest payday to buy him. <laughs> so <laughs> um, that was October, the end of October 2017. So... He's going to be four this year at the end of the month, aren't you? Or maybe he's four now. Mm. Huh? Well, I'm a bad mother. <laughs> When's your birthday? Huh? Oh. <laughs> that's so cute. Actually, that's the actually that's Dudes at Ringside History. First ferret ever to come on Dudes at Ringside. Per. Yes. Perfect. Yeah, first. Yeah, he always gets on my case because I say everything makes dudes at ringside history. Of course, everything has to make good things make dudes at ringside. We well, love we're history. New, we're a new yes. podcast, so we have to make history, right? Everything <laughs> makes history. We <laughs> love like, history. History is the fun part of life. <laughs> I have to put down this blanket on my on my seat because the seats like. Hurting my legs. <laughs> yeah, the, like those chairs you have in school, the old ones like the, and you're like, you don't want to sit that long. 
It's like scratching me. Yeah, that's way better. So, what is your favorite? What What is your weapon of choice in your in, in a death match? Ooh, I have a light tube full of glitter. <laughs> Whoa, never heard that one. That's different. Yeah, I love it. It's my favorite. Um, it never really lands though. I got hit with it before an accident. I meant I was trying my best to get them, and then they got me. But uh, a lot of the time, people try to use it on me, and it doesn't work, and then it explodes. But it is my weapon. It's my signature weapon. It just never works. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any stories from the ring? From the ring? Yeah. yeah. Or, or the road. I have so many. So, okay, this one's deep. Uh, one time I was wrestling this guy, Hayne, in 2018. And I did two suicide dives in a row onto him. And after the first one, I ran back in and hit a second one, like very like Moxley style. And on the second one, when he caught me, I farted. (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, are you okay? And I whispered in his ear. I was like, I just shit myself. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. That's what it's like wrestling me. (laughs) Oh, God. Don't wrestle in the head. (laughs) (laughs) Because <laughs> I'm short and you'll lose use me as a lawn dart. <laughs> yeah, it'll be like this. Yeah. Whoop. <laughs> Geek will be finding me like six rows in. Like like there's so many I, I've I've explained to Geek about like there's certain things you could do you, you're allowed to do in deathmatch, you can't do regular matches. Those little things that they put in the people's foreheads, those little um stakes. Is it a stake that they put in people's oh, skewers, skewers? Skewers, skewers. Yeah. I'll be. I'll look like the Statue of Liberty, but like geek. It, it, did I win, uh, Joe? No, we need to get that out of your forehead now. Yeah, we need. Uh, we, need to go, we need to take you to a hospital. Skewers <laughs> scare me, and uh, I got away with not using them when I wrestled Atticus Kogar, <laughs> and then I saw a while ago. He found like they're like the steel ones. Like I don't know if they were tattoo needles or something. But he had them in his forehead, and I messaged him, and I was like, oh, my God, because it was on his story. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's crazy. And he responded, and he was like, you want to take skewers now? And I was like, yeah, you're wild. <laughs> yeah, because I saw one on Kennedy's page, and she looked like the Statue of Liberty, like the green. They were coming out of her forehead. Yeah, they're so scary. I'm good. It's like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'll do it. I'll do yeah. it. I don't care. But, like, I'll do it when the time is right, when it makes yeah. sense. Yeah, like they were saying that like you stick them in your forehead like certain place and it doesn't hurt like on the top of your forehead somewhere. I guess everybody I know who who's taken them says it hurts so bad and you just have to suck it, suck it up and take it. So <laughs> there you go. That's that's the next question. What, what hurts more, thumbtacks or Legos? <clears throat> Ooh, I actually have gotten away with not having to take either. Because the one time I did a match that I could have taken them, I took everything else in the match. I literally took a pile driver off the apron, threw a door onto hardwood floor. <laughs> literally, oh. somebody dove off of uh, a 20-foot balcony onto me, threw a door onto two bar stools, and I got uh, I gave someone, I gave Jam- Jimmy Lloyd a blockbuster off the ropes through a door while he was on a chair and I got hit in the face with a ladder. So I was not taking anything else. 
Have you? Yeah, I, I just. Sorry. Go, I, go, I, I, we're go. Just, I just. I uh, just. Speaking of doors, doors must be like the new hardcore weapon now because I saw an independent show recently. It was a dog collar match, right? And what happened was the guy. The guy. He actually got powerbomb onto a door. Yeah. Yeah, 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 they so definitely good. doors are the new one. I guess yeah. they're cheaper for a company to buy. Than uh, anything else. They're easier to get. Ah, so like so it was so hard. Like so in 2019, I wrestled uh Gigi Dolan, Jake Atlas, Devon Monroe, um Big Mama, and Cora Jade and uh, and I think oh, I'm missing someone. Weasel, stop! Leave me alone. He wants me. Mm-hmm. He always tries to like destroy my shoes. Um, um, I'm missing someone. So it was six of us. So PK, Jake, me, Devon. Oh no, Cora Jade, Big Mama. Yeah, six of us. And it was supposed to be a tables match. And this was right around the time that everyone started using doors instead because it was just like impossible to find tables now. Uh, And people would order them and they were always on back order. So people just started getting doors and then it just became a thing. I would put a doorbell at the end of the door. And when when you're about to powerbomb them, like they're a Ding dong. Ding dong. (laughs) Who's there? Or I'll be the idiot yells "ding dong" and have the crowd go, "Who's there?" This bastard. <laughs> I love it. I I got power bombed through a door before. I I was thinking in my head if I laid the door across the ropes, it would be like Molina. So I was thinking, oh, cool, I can like put someone on there and then bust her knees through it, and then it got set up, and then Jake got was super kicked PK. And he went up to double stomp her. And I was like, no, you're not going to do that to my friend. So I ran up and I threw him off and I dove off to give him a Rana. And then he scooped me up, threw me over, and he was trying to eliminate PK and I at the same time. And she dipped. And then I got the elimination. And then it was down oh, yeah. for those two. Ding dong, hello. was just like, gotta get <laughs> Ding dong, hello. Like, like, <laughs> like ding dong, hello. <laughs> it's so funny that like, Bailey is a heel now. I remember when she was such a face, she was so bubbly and everybody loves Bailey. And I made a page for her on actually it's funny. I made a page for her on Facebook. And I'm like, this page is gonna have like three or four. It has a thousand followers, like five thousand something. And I check the messages on a daily basis. I get messages. Hi Bailey, Bailey, you're my favorite wrestler. And I'm just like this is not Bailey. This is a fan page for Bailey. And they still message. I'm like, they're just like, no, that's what Bailey would want me to think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like this, I hear the Eminem stand song in my head every time I look at the messages. <sighs> I want to get flagged for that. <laughs> I don't like it yeah. in my head. Joe's so, the, king of, the king of getting flagged. <laughs> oh, God. I, like, I, I fart the wrong way. Look at my phone. Instagram says you farted a tune that sounded like. Uh, <laughs> you Instagram. Just I kidding. Love, that. love you, Instagram. Facebook, you're connected to it. Remember, remember, remember what just happened to you. <laughs> like, so how, so how were you when the Instagram Facebook went down? 
oh my gosh, I wasn't even bothered. Every I know everyone was going crazy, but like I so can live off of my phone. And I remember that that was only like three days ago, right? Yeah. I had the best day of my life. <laughs> like um during that day, Gia Miller and Ace Austin, I believe, stayed at my house. And we made I have a fire pit and we made uh turkey burgers on the fire. And then we ate turkey burgers and some chili lime sun chips. And Georgia Lee never had birch beer before. Or sorry, Ooh, uh, she never had, yeah, Gia Miller never had uh, birch beer before. So I gave her some birch beer because she was like talking about root beer. And I was like, have you ever had birch beer? And she was like, no. So I poured her some of that and she loved it. So we did that and we listened to music all night. So I was like, I wasn't even paying attention. I could care less that social media was down. I you're gonna laugh. I'm the biggest hater on Twitter, and I mean that's when I made myself a Twitter again. I'm like, I'm gonna make fucking Twitter again. <laughs> but, but the thing is, you have to have Twitter, Joe, because everybody's on Twitter. So and everybody likes me now. I feel like Rudolph. Everybody likes me now. They all retweet my stuff. <laughs> I, I told you. I told you, Joe. It's like, but I tweet funny stuff. I started saying like random funny things, like because we just had. The guest we had on yesterday, the, earlier today, I'm yeah. like, when I'm done with you, I'm going to go, hey, t- knock, 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 Tony Khan, dudes at ringside are at your door. We want an interview. <laughs> <laughs> um, and again, and I may even tweet at uh, your, your, the one that uh, from Impact. Uh, Don Callis? Yeah, anybody from anybody, any of the owners from Impact, I would love to have them. I know he. I know Joe was really thinking. To be honest with you, he was he was thinking uh, Billy Corgan. Oh yeah, Billy. Oh, that would have <laughs> been fun. That would have been so fun. Billy. I love. <laughs> I, I I grew up with. I grew up with Smashing Pumpkins. Like listening to 1979, wearing the Zero shirt in school all the time. My yeah. being a Puerto Rican, Puerto Rican kid, my dad going, Randy, no son of mine, you you're a zero. <laughs> like I am a zero. <laughs> I love it. It was it was wild working uh, at NWA and like meeting Billy Corgan and stuff. Like that was just something I never expected in my life was to like work with someone like Billy Corgan. So yeah. that was crazy, and I loved it. <laughs> so if you when you get a chance, if you encounter Billy Corgan again, please name drop us, please, please. I will. Him. And also to to Gail, please. I will name to Gail. <laughs> Actually, well, you you kind of talked to her about on about stuff about the podcast, so just tell her more. Yeah, <laughs> we'd be honored because she's a you're a legend. All your wrestlers us are, are legends in the making. Like <laughs> you're gonna, girl, you trust me, magic right here. Kids are inside magic. You're you're gonna play B places. It's you're gonna you, win a championship. You're gonna win a championship. You, you win the championship. Trust me. You're gonna win that tournament. <laughs> <laughs> oh well thank you yes yes we're going to my british voice yeah geek always gets mad at me when i start doing impressions of voices it, then... it's funny but at the same time i'm like you know yeah. i see it's just a professional wrestling thing like if you're a wrestler you automatically do impressions i don't know a wrestler who doesn't so <laughs> i'm biased i'm on <laughs> joe's side yeah <laughs> I, I, I just think it's gonna bite us back in the ass one day, and it's gonna be like, and dudes at Ringside Podcast has been boycotted forever. <laughs> well, every single every single promotion ever. We're so. gonna show up in England. It's gonna be like the club. We're like, 
Oh, dudes at ringside. No, you got to get back on the plane. Your wankers have been banned from England. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be like dudes at ringside, and you'll be like, I'm not Nikki. Geek <laughs> <laughs> in. Get in, geek. Yeah. Get in the flask. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's another good movie. I love that movie. Well, Nikki's a great oh, movie. Sure, it's just sure, I love it. <laughs> Popeyes is. I was just a bad word. I'm going to get shit for this, but. Everybody rips on Adam Sandler says he can't make good movies anymore. I'm like, mm. he does still make good movies. His movies are still fun. Yeah, that movie with during the middle of the pandemic, the one he was in Salem. Yeah. Oh, the Halloween movie. Oh God, have you seen that movie yet? <laughs> what is it? Well, it's um, it's called Hollow the Halloween movie, a Halloween movie. Yeah, I, forgot, I forgot the I forgot the name of it, but it's about like Halloween. He made a movie specifically about Halloween. No, I want yes. to see it. It's, it's on funny Netflix. as hell. It's based out of Salem, Massachusetts. It's so fucking funny. I want to yeah. see. Have you have y'all ever seen the movie Tales of Halloween? No. Um, y'all need to watch that because one day I was at uh, in like 2018. I was at Sue Young's house, and I was sitting there like, we need to watch a movie, and we found that movie. Um, that's the craziest movie. It's sorry, I just my ferret's out, so I just don't know where he is. Like I can hear him, so I'm like looking around, and I, I just don't. My, in my mind, I see the ferret one. Yep. Yeah, he's like doing the little. Yeah. It's like, oh, he's trying to get back in his cage quick because the bottom shut. Hold on. Oh. My butt. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> um. So like, we watch this movie, and it's like little segments. It's kind of like how. Uh, it's like little segments, like their little tales and stuff. So, like, watch that. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's just like, it's like certain things you could do with your friends that most people will be like, I don't want to do that. And then you do it with your friend, and and then the person that didn't like it comes over and you start doing that with your friend, and they're like, that seems like fun. I'm like, Dick, I told you we did, we were going to do that anyway. Yeah, <laughs> like, you're like. Man, let's gonna just do that, man. Let's go, man. That's man. how I let out my frustrations. <laughs> that, or I just, or I just draw. Like I just write, draw random characters. I draw I when I get upset. I'll send you some of the pictures I draw. I'll, oh, I'm please do. Um, there we go, Jimmy. That's my character. His name oh, is. Oh, I love. He's a. He's the type of character that you would you would want to be best friends with. He is a. Undead, he's a dead character. He died of hearing about something he wasn't supposed to hear. He is Sounds my, like me. His name like is the bolt. His name is the bolt. There we go. That's him. He's in the oh. darkness, just sitting there. I love I I draw and paint and stuff when I'm really sad. And yeah. I normally normally I'm coasting and I, I'll like I won't hold it in, but I'll just kind of ignore it or work. And then when I get a chance, I just let it all out. That's after he killed somebody. That the person on the ground is that's blood dripping off the wall. That's him leaving his oh. insignia. Oh well, what a what a can I'll show you. I'll show you what I. Uh... He's a vigilante. Me too. Everybody's a vigilante these days. I think right, right, geek. Um, we're yeah. we're vigilantes of, of of indie wrestling. Exactly. <laughs> so. I mean, we're here to we're, we're just here to help Joe. That's all, right? I yes. love I love skateboards. So I made these for Sue and Rich for 
uh, Christmas one, a couple oh, years ago, but I forgot to give it to them because I'm awful. So, so I made this, and I made this. I was oh my god, I was gonna say, Jamie, can you do one for dudes at ringside for me and Geek, and we can put it on the wall? I mean, I will. I'm already making some for Jim Miller and for uh, Miss Austin. So. Dude, that would be geek. Can't yeah, we, tell me we, that would we, be cool. We, it would be cool if we like put it on the background somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Oh God, Jamie, you <laughs> like the microphone and it says like Metal Geek and Joe Panther the Third in the middle and stuff like yeah. that. Oh. Geek will put it in the background so you can show your art. Because that's how much we love our peeps. I don't trust my ferret. <laughs> that ferret. <laughs> He's just doing things. He's doing big things, you know. Would yeah. you ever bring your ferret out to the ring with you if you had a chance, or you would choose? Nervous? I have. Ah, my ferret drop kicked Colby Carino. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, Colby and I ran a birthday show. It was in 2018 called Colby and Jamie's Iconic Birthday Bash, and I brought Weasel. And he was sitting ringside next to my dad with a carry-on cage. And uh, Daphne actually managed me for this match. And then halfway in the match, I yelled, where is he? And my dad lifted the cage up. <laughs> and I went over and I grabbed Weasel and went like this. And then I did like a little war screech for Weasel. And Colby came over and I went, boom, and <laughs> dropped kicked Colby with Those Weasel. Claws. That's awesome. Back. Well, they were they were trimmed. He needs his nails trimmed right now, really bad. Yeah, my my, I haven't. I feel bad. I haven't drawn my character in like since I start since March. And actually, I've written three Ghostbusters fan fictions and actually finished part one of the story with the bolts. I'm working on part two. And I started writing a wrestling story about my a fictional wrestling story about myself, about my grandfather, and then about me becoming a wrestler. And then part two, I'm going to have myself start a podcast. I don't know if oh. you've ever heard of it. Oh, dudes at ringside. <laughs> I'm going to have dudes uh, at ringside podcast take over. I've never but, heard of that. I don't know that. Those guys what, what, sound so familiar. What match are you excited to see tomorrow? Um, I'm really excited to see the, it I think it was announced today. I saw the poster. I shared it online. I think it was today that it was announced. I'm excited to see Mickey's choice, Masha Slamovic versus the Impact Definitely. Knockout champion, Deanna Brasso. I thought that was um, for the belt. I shared it too. And I said, Masha, I smell a new champion. But then he's like, that's not for the title. I was like, oh God, I feel like such a dick. I just <laughs> think it's so awesome. Like, I, I think that Masha is one of the greatest uh, workers of our generation and I think that Diana is as well and I think that Masha has so much success coming her way and uh, man she eliminated me from the match at NWA and it was like an honor and a privilege because I've wrestled her so many times I've wrestled her excuse me on like native tours in Canada I've wrestled her in like uh, CZW I've wrestled her all over so I just like Seeing her and then wrestling her at NWA and then seeing her, uh, seeing her at Impact is the coolest thing ever. So I just can't, I can't wait to like yeah. 
Keep us high. We have nothing but respect for Masha, me and Joe. For all you guys. We had Masha yeah. on the podcast. I almost had a heart attack. I was sitting on my back deck. get this email from this person that I didn't know the name. And I was like, okay. And then recognize the upload box. I'm like, what the hell is this? And I loaded it. And then the thing popped up on my iPhone. Like, whoop. And I was like, oh, my God. It's Masha. Yeah, I love her. She's dope. She's so good. And yeah. wrestling yeah. her is so fun. Uh she makes me look like I'm so good at wrestling. Mm-hmm. She really does. And I love it. She And she's so talented. And man, wrestling her is like my favorite. She's definitely easily in like my top five favorite opponents. She came on the podcast, right? Like a few weeks. Was it a few weeks? I think it was, a, it, was a, it was a day or two after the NWA pay-per-view. Yeah. So what was your, what was going through your mind to be in the very first NWA pay-per-view for all females? What was what was what was it like? Was um, it, it like didn't even feel real to me at all. Like that entire time from when Mickey had officially announced me on the episode of Gaw when she had told Daph up until literally the day after when I was sitting at NWA 73, uh, like I just was so shook. Like I couldn't believe that, um, it all happened and that history was made like that. It just was like the most surreal feeling on the planet and all month long leading up to it. People were like, how excited are you? How are you feeling? How are you? And like, I didn't have words. I was very like, like I didn't know what to say because it was just such a surreal thing that that I I still can't even believe happened. Like it was such an important moment and for such an iconic company, and then to be able to be the first ever trans person to be at the first ever women's pay per view and the first ever main event. Crazy little, you couldn't have told me I was going to be in the main event. Like that's you know it was just the craziest thing ever. And then I found out that we were the main event. And I was like, that's insane. Yeah, it was the craziest thing ever. And then let alone, like, I love uh, women's wrestling so much. And for so long, so much of my frustration that I had where I would get upset because I felt like I was working hard and I wasn't getting recognized. I didn't understand why when I was younger, like 18, 19, 20 years old, I didn't understand why it wasn't happening. And I couldn't accept and love my journey. And then I learned to love the journey and it all made sense that like I worked so hard. And then for one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, Mickey James, to be able to tell me or to be able to like work closely with her towards something so iconic, it just all fell into place like a puzzle, like a missing puzzle piece. It was the most iconic thing ever. Hmm. Wow. That's amazing. That's yeah. totally amazing. We're like I I'm like so stunned about that pay-per-view because that pay-per-view was so awesome. It had such a stacked roster. Oh, like, yeah. Like, they and, need the names. And I got away with palm-striking Debbie Malenko, and she didn't hit me back because I got her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's the, the manager you had during that pay-per-view is from Money Power Respect in California. Yes. Miss Poyo Del Mar. Yeah. We got to get in touch with her, too. I messaged her, but I never got anything back. because she yeah, probably should. 
I mean, yeah. I can tell her we kind of have this thing going. She just messaged me the other day and she was like, Hey, there's this podcast from the UK trying to reach out to you. Can you answer? So I'll just literally do the same thing. I'll say, Hey, <laughs> hey my boys are trying to get a hold of you. Can you just uh, do this one? <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll give her a separate date because we, right now, we're like booked all the way till March 2022. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Well, but we're always accepting bookings, yeah. Or as I like to say, like they like like they say, like the door is always open for indie wrestlers. To uh, the the people are always knocking on dudes at ringside door, always. I love always. it. If I someone storms off like an angry girlfriend that didn't get her way, someone's always knocking on one of the other doors. <laughs> you know what I mean? Always. I love it. We've had some people that get mad at us, and then we had one girl. I'm not gonna say names. All I'm gonna say is she gave the wrong people an attitude. The day of a show, she gives sends us this long, angry novel message, and we eventually had a met. We we eventually interviewed Rebel 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 Key Rebel Kel, best in like the cutest, sweetest interview we've had. Right now, you're like one of our like, or you're my favorite right now, because you're so funny and you're not right now forever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep, yep. I wish this was vodka. (laughs) She was she was she knew uh, Hana Kimura and stuff like that, and her mom and everything. So she was telling Mm -hmm. us all these stories and everything. Mm -hmm. That's a big thing, you know. I want I want to put that out there, like. Mental health is such a big thing. And I feel like when the Ashley Masaro stuff happened and then the Hana Kimura stuff happened, everyone jumped on it and then forgot about it. So I'm really hoping that, like, unfortunately it happened, but I'm hoping that Daph was the one that sticks that makes it get better. And I love the efforts made first going towards, and I actually found out that Impact has been donating to the Trevor Project. Wow. Which I think is one of the coolest things ever because like not only that, but it's geared for queer people, you know, queer teens. And I think that is colossal in so many ways. And I think that that makes a uh, that makes Impact the coolest company on the entire planet. Like to me, that really does. And from my understanding, they have donated in the past and they'll continue to support them. So I love that. And that makes me as a queer talent feel comfortable and want to be there because I know that uh, the community that I am a part of is kind of being protected and supported. You know, I don't know if protected's a word. I mean, I guess it is because you're donating to an important charity. So yeah. Yeah. Like right here with dudes at ringside, we're, we're, we're for the, the GLBT community. We're for it. We're like, we're part of the, like, as I said, my brother and sister are both gay, and like, I'm, I'm, I'm like a, I don't know, I can't think of the word. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a ally. There you go. I'm an ally. I'm a total ally. So is Geek. We're both allies. We, uh-huh. like I said, we, 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 we let anybody come on our podcast: gay, straight, lesbian, trans. Yes, we're, 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 we're for you. Well, we're grateful for it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. We were so we're so for you. Like you, we know that you have a lot of stories because you're dealing with a lot being trans in wrestling, and you want to do the same thing we want. You want to be known. 
-hmm. And by that, your mic is all, our microphone is always your microphone. Oh, well, thank you. Yes, always. Always, my, our microphone is your microphone. That's why we love, we love our, we love our, our wrestlers and, and I hate to say they love us, but you know, sounds so arrogant. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, here we go. Um, as I told you before, I'm the king of the Howard Fingal voice. So I'm going to give you, you're going to get your moment, moment of think. <clears throat> Coming down the aisle from Kutztown, Pennsylvania. And also on her summer residence from Arizona. <laughs> Introducing Jamie Lynn. <laughs> that was chaotic. I loved it. <laughs> summer residence from Arizona. I had to make it sound because, you know, you'd be like, yes, kind of like a yeah. model Martel. <laughs> like, you're like, you know, a summer residence, Arizona. <laughs> Coming from the nearest Playboy pool party. <laughs> I think I just got a spider web on my face. I think there's oh, a little spider. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure there's a little spider around here working his magic because I smacked his uh, web away. Yeah, he's yeah. like you. Yeah, be careful. Those brown recluses are around. I'm in Pennsylvania. <laughs> they are not here. <laughs> <laughs> I live in PA. Trust me, I watched a video today. Today, I randomly got very, very curious about brown recluses. So I literally did all my homework. And then I watched stuff about black widows because there's so many black widows literally in my house. Well, not in it, but like around it because I live in the middle of Arizona, like in the smack dab center of the desert. So um, when you get a chance, when you're done with this, we, we, uh, we love, if you get a chance, can you make us a, a promo for the podcast? I know I've yeah. seen your videos are awesome, so I watched all your videos you make. So, and oh, I'm sorry, my videos suck. Cool, right? <laughs> your videos are funny. I like your videos; they're awesome. Like we've actually we've had quite a few wrestling because our promos originally started out with on the podcast as we're doing this after the show. I'm sitting there watching videotaping it like this. Don't shake hands, old man hands. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's fun. <laughs> yeah. Mm. What's your favorite food? Sushi. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sushi and takis. New takis. Tacos. Ta no takis. The the chip. Oh, the chip. I'm thinking like the yeah. roll. Yeah, that's been no. If you come here, you probably will have takis, water, and some sort of sushi. <laughs> mm. There's a shop right that's near. It's a well. It's gonna be me, near me soon. There. It's in New Jersey still. Wednesdays is five dollar taco. I mean five dollar sushi night. Ooh, I love sushi, but I'm very picky about it because I'm very like I. I'm very like pro. The underground temple is trying to talk to us. Hello. <laughs> I, I think I know who that is, Joe. That's um. What's his name? Who? Uh, T TNT, right? Oh, oh, we got my friend, my, my friend Thunderfeet. He he's a, he loves um, oh, God. Thunderfeet. That's <laughs> my friend <laughs> from college. Yeah. Hey, pal. He um, loves he loves himself some um, deathmatch wrestling. Trust me, loves Thunderfeet yeah. is a, he loves 
he loves deathmatch wrestling. He's oh like yeah. Um, um, I'm very picky about sushi because I I don't like to support big fishing corporations. Oh my god! Like I keep feeling like there's like a spider on me right now. Thinking about it, you know. Thinking about I know. It. I'm telling you, it's the, it's those black widows and those brown recluses that are around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In, in <laughs> Pennsylvania, they're just crawling out of my ears. <laughs> um, um, I can hear my ferret. He's stressing me out. Um, I mean, I, that Apple says you look like Jamie Hader. Oh well, thank you. He said. Um, oh, he says AKA bulldozer because that's what I called him in college. Because he would he would he would knock people over like randomly, and it was kind. Of, if you were there that day, you would have you would have fell down laughing and spilled your soda. So, uh, no, we were walking, and this girl had her cell phone out, and she was like doing like I guess maybe the beginning of uh, Instagram. She's like, and I got like a, and Jesse's just walking, and Thunderfeet, Thunderfeet's walking, and he just takes a shoulder and just goes. Oh, and the girl just goes, hey. like, uh, I swear her phone flipped in her ear and pulled in a ton of goes, she was fucking asking for it. She didn't even like, she wasn't looking when she was fucking walking. <laughs> Easy dub. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So what, 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 what is your uh, favorite matches growing up? Um, My favorite matches... I always loved uh, Melina versus Michelle McCool at the Bash. That match is so good. Um, that match is prime storytelling, and anyone who ever said that women's wrestlers aren't good, I put that match up, and they always look at me jaw-dropped and go, I can't believe that this was on, and I said this sucked. Um, it's literally one of the fundamentally most sound women's matches in history. It's so good. And it's a story from the top to bottom. And Melina is one of the best sellers on the planet who is great at selling her knee uh, for obvious reasons. But uh, her knee. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm like, I really feel like there was just a spider like putting a web on me. It's scary. <laughs> Like I feel like I need to move away. I, from I told here. I told you there was a spider in the dishwasher today. So <laughs> they're coming. Um, they're coming. It's like the um, movie Eight Legged Freaks. Pretty soon you're gonna see the big ones. Pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. Say that. You're gonna scare our guest. You. But don't worry, David Arquette's gonna come to the rescue to save us all. My hero. <laughs> <laughs> um, Melina's one of the best sellers ever, and that whole match is surrounded by her knee. And it's just the storytelling is outrageous. Like Melina gets whipped into the corner and she literally stumbles and falls and like face bumps before she even hits the corner because her knee's destroyed. So why would she be able to take an Irish whip to a corner? You know, it's just one of the best matches ever. And it's so good. And I know people that cannot stand women's wrestling who have watched that match and then decided that that match is the best match they've ever seen. Who would, who would um, you want to work with? In general? Yeah. Um, well, one of my biggest idols was, is Melina, and I did get to wrestle her. She whooped me, and she's my auntie, so I love her. She's my wrestling auntie. Um, I would love to be able to wrestle Taylor Wilde. I mm. think she is uh, unnecessarily talented, 
I think it's kind of disgusting how talented she is because she makes everything look so easy. She does like front flip lucha drags off of the ropes and makes it look like she's walking on the ground without even leaving. It looks so easy. Um, I've always wanted to wrestle. Um, would you ever wrestle me in a death match? <laughs> um, TNT makes all these uh, like these dream matches on uh, like 2K. So he's like, so that's the idea. He wants to know if he can make you in the game and wrestle you. Yes, please. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm lit. Which 2K is it? Because I fantasy book on 2K19. So you do? <laughs> oh, of course. You gotta add me on which? Yeah, PlayStation or Xbox? I have PlayStation. Add me, Crazy Wolf Five Seven Zero. I will. I will. But my stuff's in Arizona right now. I'm oh. not going back to Arizona until November first. All right. Let me know. I'll, I'll send you. But back I can to- add you from the app. I'll do that. Yeah. Add me, Crazy Wolf Five Seven Zero. I actually, I find people that are in. Thanks for giving out your uh, your gamer name, Joe, on there. It's fine. <laughs> I, don't I have give mine out, but I don't know what it is. I changed it recently because uh, some fans figured out what it was and started adding me. So oh. I changed it, and I don't remember. Oh. Well, I'll probably get some random name tonight, and you'll be like, you send me a voice, dumbass Joe, it's me. Okay, it's you. <laughs> Watch, you're going to send me the voice thing on your phone. Dumbass, it's me, Joe. Hey, stupid dumb bitch. It's me. <laughs> stupid <laughs> panther. <laughs> I literally am like, think that there's a spider. I think I might have to move away from here and go somewhere else in my room. Oh, boy. See, he just said it. Um, W2K19, I booked my own company called Underground on Mondays based on Lucha Underground. And death matches do since uh, SmackDown vs. Forest, so 10 years long now. Oh, I love it! I've been I've been booking for about that long too, because uh, I've always been a really heavy gamer. Uh, I have a show called Super Flight Night on Mondays, and it's kind of like my um, cruiserweight division, but it's just a show. It's very super indie. And then I have uh, I don't remember what it's called off the top of my head because it's been a while since I played this show. But it was like the show where like there's a bunch of heavy hitters, and it's kind of the ring has wood on it. Oh. And uh, um, it has wood instead of padding, and it's really wild. And it's a bunch of like huge dudes. So I try to make it undergroundy. And then I have a female show called uh, Chicks Using Nasty Tactics. <laughs> but um, you can imagine the abbreviation on that. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but I adopted that from Kimberly and Annie Social <laughs> to make it my little 2K show. And it's my way of paying homage to them. But um, I have that. And then there's like one big one where they all come together and just whoop each other all at the same time at the end of the week. In my game, I have the Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and I have an all-women's show called, I think it's it's the, uh, I call it um, WWE Women's Wrestling, but I, I was going to call it WoW, but that's already been used. <laughs> like, there's, here we go. There's a promotion we're having on to the end of October called Liberty Pro Wrestling. Have you ever heard of it? Liberty? Yeah. I feel like they just followed me today. You know what's funny? I Geek, I swear, anytime we have a, a female wrestler come on our podcast, Liberty Pro is like, hmm, okay. They like to post all the time. Okay. I'm going to just move over here a step because I really feel like 
I'm getting my ass whooped. Because <laughs> Spider-Man's got you in wet. Yeah. Peter, leave me alone. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a redhead. I could be. <laughs> I was. <laughs> but now I'm different. I'm into Batman. Sure. <laughs> God, <you're killing> me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, Peter, I liked you until you became Marvel. <laughs> I miss the old Peter Parker. Until you until you allowed that stupid mouse that let you control your life. Excellent. Okay. I'm just gonna sit like that. Mickey's like this. Oh, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna okay. sit like this. I'm laying in my bed, but it still looks all I gotta ask my dad to help get I think go on that and get those lights to put them above my room. Cause I, I was using my in the beginning of my podcast, this podcast. I would have like lights behind the set, and then mm -hmm. I'm like, I got too lazy to go back because where my dad has the light to take the light and stick it behind on a box that I had behind the set. I'm like, oh, screw it. Oh, I <laughs> just, love it. I love my lights. I'm so happy with them. I used to have them up in my other room, but I just hung these up yeah. yesterday, two days ago, because I just felt like I was missing something. And I like the shape of my room too. So like it's a weird shape. So I think it looks cool. And the lights look cool because it goes around a little bit perimeter. Yeah. Except they do stop like right there, which really bothers me, but whatever. You can find my character I created it myself on the 2K game. It's Kid Crazy. Oh, okay. And it's like my my best like why kid crazy? My guy likes to do ladder matches. He likes to do helper matches, and his finishing move is the super kick, and he always busts people open. And my moves are cruise rate related. Everything, like I'm I'm a heavy hitter, so I like to do submission moves. But my guy likes to do like the drop down DDT, like anything that makes the person weak. Like oh, I, I love it. Yeah, definitely my, up money home. My main character's name is Ice E Y C E. And her idol is Raka Khan, and she won our Diva Search, and then got trained by Seth Rollins, but she hates wrestling, and she doesn't want to do it. She's just unnecessarily talented, and she got fired because one day she showed up backstage in a bikini with a gun, uh, Grand Theft Auto style, and she was trying to rob somebody. So we fired her, and then she went into the movie about her life, and then she came back with a twin sister and won the Royal Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, their feet just said thanks. Now I'm gonna go by, by 2019. 2019. <laughs> Great. Now he's gonna look for all your wrestlers and be like, okay, now which is the one she made? Yeah, I have so many. Like I have the most chaotic wrestlers on mine. We have um we have so many. I'm thinking we have ice. We have this girl, we took Jojo Offerman, somebody created her. And we took her and we made her six foot one and like 300 pounds oh and God. made her wear and we made her like little Jojo, the ring announcer Jojo. Like, yeah. yeah, we made her six foot one and like 300 pounds and we made her wear Samoa Joe's gear and we changed her name to Samoan Jojo. <laughs> <laughs> but we put, we put the N so it's Samoan Jojo because that's Samoa Joe's daughter. <laughs> yeah, our show is very, very, very chaotic. <laughs> Oh my god. Only only if Samoa Joe's listening to this right now. I wish he was. <laughs> He'd be proud. 
Yes. <laughs> laughing, like, His baby's a star. <laughs> I, if he came into the chat right now, I'd be like, where's my phone? I got to invite him on the screen. We got to hang out. If he came on the screen right now, I would magically turn into Samoan Jojo. TNT, get on it. I change your name right now and then come back in. <laughs> he does this. No, he does it all the time. He has different names. Ever for, so spiffy, uh, our mod is behind Geek on the opposite side, and she is laughing so hard right now. On the Every couch, time on the couch. she's dying. Let her come yeah. over, Geek. Tell her she. I don't. I know we usually have him when the guests. She won't meet. be able. To, she won't be able to hear throughout the headphones though. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. She could still. She could still come over, but you know, she won't. She won't be able to hear though. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. Um, we definitely have to do that sticker trade. Um, is there any upcoming shows you're doing? Yeah, actually, my calendar's right here. I sleep with it under my bed, so it's always ready to be ready. Oh, we are besties. I do the same thing. His, my dude's at ringside calendar. Yeah, but he yells. But he yells out calendar but when he, when there's you know, a book. Do you, do you have a special yell when somebody says we want to book you? I go yeah. When they go, they want to book me. I normally go like this. Don't. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I go Um, it's like I want to come on your podcast. So. Where are we at? Uh -huh. Tomorrow is the ninth. Yes. Tomorrow's knockouts knockdown. Um, so I'm just writing that in here just because I want the drama and conflama of being able to write that. <laughs> um, okay. So I have off next weekend, I think. Yeah. I, unless I did take a booking, I'm not quite sure. I think I was going to take it easy, but then, um, October 23rd, I'm wrestling for, uh, I'm at the AML building in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Uh, I'm just not sure oh, yes. who I'm wrestling. He has two YouTube accounts, he said. One, the TNT one's exclusive for interviews. Oh. Yeah. Um, Maybe you can take an interview for him one day. <laughs> TNT. I'm not opposed. So I have the, the show at the AML building. Then That's in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. And then the 24th, I have Mayhem on Mills in Orlando, Florida. Then the 29th, I have GCW 420 in Tampa, Florida. Then the 30th, I have XWW in Charlotte, North Carolina. And then November's kind of heavy for me. Uh, the first week of November, the first yeah, the first so the first week I have I'm in Arizona from the first to the seventeenth. So I have the seventh. I'm doing an online signing for a company. I'm not I'm not sure uh, how we're doing it yet, though. I don't know if it's on Instagram or something, but we're doing an online signing. And then the thirteenth, I might be doing a show in Texas uh, called Wrestle Rave. And then the 19th, I'm doing PWF in North Carolina. The 20th, I'm doing No Peace Underground. Then the 26th and 27th, I'm doing uh, WrestleCade signings. And the 28th, I'm wrestling at Ladies Night Out mm -hmm. in North Carolina. So as we told the guests this morning, when you, you could ask the promotions, you can send us the posters for those shows. Mm -hmm. and we will quote them all on Dudes at Ringside Podcast on the on the Instagram page. And the oh, Twitter. fun! 
and yeah. Facebook. Send us the posters if you're ask the promotion first. I don't want you yourself or I. Uh, hold on. We don't want us or you to get in trouble for us posting something. Oh, no, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah. No one would ever get mad if you posted uh, one of my posters for an upcoming show. We don't know like how the promotion. Some promotions might say, "How'd you guys get that?" and stuff like that. We don't know. It's know? promotion. You're promoting. I don't think anyone for me will get mad because yeah. a lot of people when I get match cards, a lot of like fans post them and tag me or just random news Instagrams tag me in them, and no one really seems to have a problem with it. So okay, yeah, like there's a promotion that we uh see in the background of Geek that uh, the uh Magic, Magic City. City. Oh, I so know awesome. Magic City. They sent us. They, they, the guy was supposed to come on the podcast. He never got back to me. But like, he sent us both T-shirts. I think. Like, I think it was Vinny. Is it Vinny? Right. I think it's Vinny. Yeah, Vinny. One of the owners, Vinny. I was like, dude, I live in PA. I don't even live in Miami, Florida. I'm, yeah, I'm, he's in Miami. I was wearing my. I was wearing the T-shirt, and this kid's like, "Mom, what's that?" And I'm like, "Oh, it's Magic City." And I had a mask on, so I was like, "Murder City." <laughs> Mom's like, I don't think you understand it. And the kid's like, Magic City, is that like a store? And I said, no, it's a promotion, wrestling promotion in Miami. Mom's like, he just said it's a wrestling thing in Miami. And I was like, yeah. and the kid, mother looked at me like, how did he get his shirt from there? I just was like, and I just kept walking. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I want to get more t-shirts from indie promotions that like, that we can't go to. So we Underground Temple said it's it's not WWE, so you're fine to post it. You know, you know how they get WWE. How'd you get that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, go ahead, Joe. Sorry. Yeah, like I I keep telling the geek. Geek's like, we're I'm gonna run out of room. I'm like, you can start wearing the shirts like I do. <laughs> nah. I wear them all the time. If I get if we get a whole bunch more, I'll wear them to bed. I'll walk around in them. Like, or you could also do this too. You can fold them up into little squares and like pin them with like clothespins. That's a good idea too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I gotta keep telling Geek to wear the shirts when you walk around, but he's like, "I'm afraid I'm gonna ruin them." <laughs> like, yeah. I guess you're messy like I am because I can't eat anything with mustard and wear a white shirt. Like they, they gave Geek, I'm so glad that they gave Geek the white shirt. <laughs> I'm the king of, hmm, this is delicious. Oh, fuck. <laughs> like, uh, I like, oh, lose everything I get. So I don't even take merch from wrestling shows anymore. Like if they offer it, I'll lose it. I, I had the coolest ever Riptide Wrestling dad hat. They, they told me if I got like 75 retweets, I could get free hats. So I got like 80. This was like three years ago. And they sent me a free dad hat in every single color. And I literally lost every single one of them. Oh. Gone. And it's been since like 2019. Never saw them again. What was your first ever wrestling match you watched? That's that the reason why I became a wrestler. Mine was British Bulldog with Bret Hart. SummerSlam 1992 at, at Wembley in my home country of the UK. At Wembley. Freddy's at Wembley. <laughs> yeah. Wembley. So my ex-boyfriend's uh, uncle always used to say he was obsessed with Queen and he would always be like, Freddy's going to be at Wembley in 10 minutes and he would go turn on the performance. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, my first match I ever saw was it, the full, the first match I ever saw in entirety 
because I had seen clips like my stepsister would be watching it and I would come in and see like I remember the first thing I actually ever saw was the Hardy Boys doing something with the ladder on Monday Night Raw and I was like what is this but I didn't really care about it and then the first match I ever truly saw was um uh Trish Stratus versus Lita in the main event of Monday Night Raw and mm-hmm. I was like wow this is so cool I could do that and um then I did it <laughs> Yeah, you've done a lot of in your all your matches. Like, like I said before, you're gonna we're, you're gonna win a championship very soon, and we're gonna be we'll be celebrating on FaceTime uh, together. On ah! space. Yeah. We'll, we'll get we'll all have a hangout and like celebrate because right, we can make another room and not go live, and we'll just hang out. Like we'll celebrate your win. Sounds Even good to me. Yeah. yeah, right. That geek. We'll get, duly note that. We'll we'll. She'll tell us we won, and we'll we'll create a room, and we'll all hang out, and just celebrate and cry. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Exactly. Do you have to, if you have to go, Jamie Lynn, we understand. I don't have to you. go. You have to go? Okay. Most people are like, you know, it's like late. No, I was just yeah. fixing my bra strap. Okay. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, my bra strap is uncomfy. It's really tight. Okay. Uh, yeah. Do you have anything else, Joe, or uh... – um, do you collect anything? Um, everything. Actually, <laughs> I, have, I have a very gnarly collection of diva figures that I got when I was a kid that they're mostly out of the box now because I was a stupid child. But I have a, uh, I have a really cool, I'll show you. Um, I have a super gnarly collection. I have two of the same of like the rarest diva figure in my opinion. And it's like my prized possession. So I have, I have two of these bad boys. Oh, wow. There's literally like a hundred of them made. Um, I have two, they came in a battle pack with Melina. Um, it's Ashley Massaro. I have this gnarly Maurice. This is an old school rare Maurice. I have this Candace Michelle. A lot of the paint's rubbing off because they're so old. Um, I have this rare as Jillian Hall. Mm. Um, I have this cool Stephanie. I have a lot more diva figures than just these ones too. But um, I have a Tori Wilson. Uh ECW Layla. Um, I have this cool Molina that I actually have gear inspired by because we were going to tag one time in like 2018. So I got gear to match her, but then we didn't, she didn't have it anymore. Um, I have this Vicky Guerrero, but uh, I remember I just took off the clothes when I was a kid because I wanted a Gail Kim so bad and she had dark hair and this outfit kind of reminded me of like TNA Gail Kim. So I pretended it was Gail Kim. You should um, that Gail Kim. I need a real toy of you. I know you somewhere <laughs> in the attic. <laughs> I have this Lillian Garcia. Um, I have this Maria Canales. This one's cool. Not all the pieces are here because, like I said, I was stupid. But it's a signed Don Marie action figure. What? Um, I have them all leaning up. I, they're normally standing, but I just went through them, so I'll stand them up later. But they're against my Ashley and Tori Playboys. And I also, inside of this Playboy, this is super cool. I have a vintage um, flyer from WrestleMania 23 that I really, really like. 
that uh, it's an Ashton Massara flyer that they used to hand out back in the day. Oh, wow. Um, so I have that. I collect a lot of Ashton Massaro memorabilia because she was like my favorite human being on the entire planet. That was so sad. Yeah. I know. It, broke, it destroyed me. It really, really messed me up. It's so but, sad to see her Instagram show up. And, and I go there and I go, oh, my God. I also have this. It's basically, it's not the original, but it's the belt buckle she used to wrestle in. Mm. And I have uh, the same boots as her and Daphne used to wear. That I wear, I wear them a lot. So oh, I wow. keep I keep a lot of things that remind me. And right here's my Ashton Masaro poster that I've had for like twelve years. So I just need to hang it up. And uh, I also have over here gnarly China figure. I have a Harley Quinn action figure from Arkham Asylum. Uh, a cup from Britney Spears uh, concert that I didn't go to. I have this WWE cup and this Eve Torres cup. Penelope Ford got me these light up uh, VHS tapes. And then up here, I have all these pop vinyls. Yeah, Geek's favorite thing in the whole wide world. He loves oh, pop. This is my favorite pop vinyl. Low key. It's me. That's <laughs> you. Oh my God. Oh, yeah, I, I can see it. That's awesome. Yeah, I love it. And then I have this too. Um, How did you get that one done? Uh, there's a company that makes them, and they were sending me them so I could sell them. But they gave me that one as a gift. They also gave me this, which is really cool because I told you I really like skateboards. So they gave me, um, they made me this half of a skateboard. That's cool. Um, and Our Spotify viewers can't even see this right now. Spotify. We have Spotify. They can't even see how cool this is. Oh yeah, y'all. I'm so sorry. Y'all are missing out because I have so much cool stuff. They don't have, have to go on. They don't have to go on the Twitch, the Facebook, or the YouTube to watch. This. I have so, this vintage, still wrapped in plastic, Britney Spears "Baby wow. One More Time" cassette tape. Oh my god. Uh, love that. I also this is my last bit of things that I have here that I can show off as of now. I have. Oh, there's one more after this stuff too. I have all these mini figures here going all the way down. I have a Rick and Morty uh, car and an old school Sunny figure. Wow. I have We're a Rich Swan and Drake Maverick action figures. And then I have an old school Lita. I had that one. I'm an idiot. I took that. I had that one. Oh, I took that one. I love it. I have this Nikki Bella and then I have... This one's so special to me forever. It's, I have two. I have one unpacked too. I, I told her, I was like, I had your figure, but I was a dumb kid and I opened it. But I wasn't even saying it like that. I was just like, I opened it. And then she was like, baby doll, I'll just give you a new one. And I was like, what? You don't have to. So she signed this. Daphne did. And oh, it says, to the punk rock queen, my baby doll, Jamie, love you always. Scream queen Daphne. So I got it's, that. It's so sad because I actually messaged her to ask her if she would come on our podcast. And it broke my heart. I was like, oh, my God. I know. I know. It's really. Yeah. And then also I have a it was a gift, but it's a Yankee candle with my picture on it. <laughs> cool. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So that's very random. And then like just just little horror and Halloweeny stuff too. I have the monsters, 
sign um, somewhere upstairs. I have like a vintage, like 2001 SmackDown license plate. I have uh, this company called Throwback Horror Stores. It's like the coolest company ever that makes stuff. They made me this. Oh, that's awesome. It's his season. So I built last year, I built this. Um, I built this bookshelf. So I just have that as my centerpiece in my bookshelf. That's a cool bookshelf. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm pretty lame. I I collect <laughs> nerd stuff. You're not a nerd here, dudes at Ringside. I, I I'm a Ghostbusters fan. I have like a remote control Ecto one on top of my wheel <laughs> over here. Oh, I love it. Um Egon Spangler should have taken it out of the box, did it anyway, kind of an idiot. And like sitting next to the Ecto, a Slimer and Stay Puff Marshmallow one sitting behind me. You can't see it. I have a one of a kind Zack Ryder still in the package near Comic Con bobble. I mean, a uh, pop vinyl. Oh my Disney. gosh! Yeah, not bad. I haven't seen a punk one. Have y'all ever been to the to the pop store? No, I, I was telling Joe about that. I was we are, Joe. That's our dream to go there. Me I went there place. four or five times. Ugh. It's uh, so cool. They have. Every time I would go there, I would take people with me because I'm like, this place is so cool. We have to go in. And um, if you can't tell by my cardboard cutout, I love Elvira. Like, she's my fave. I have I have these streamers hang, hung up on my bed that are literally Elvira. Like, and I got these tattooed on my elbows. Like, I love her so much. So uh, is it still working? Are we still there? Okay, because I just got a notification on my phone saying like something happened. But so I have all that stuff. And there's a huge, like 12 foot tall Elvira car or an Elvira pop vinyl at the store that's standing on top of a balcony overlooking the entire store. It's huge. Wow. Oh. Get that. <laughs> Because I'm obsessed with her. My obsession with Elvira is unhealthy. Oh, jeez. It really is. Like, I have, I showed you that little um, thing, the little skull thing. I literally have them tattooed on my elbows. Oh, wow. Oh, look at that. that. Yeah. I have them on each elbow because I'm obsessed with her. I'm also obsessed with crows. Ugh. Oh, I love that. I, I got one when I went to Salem. Got myself a little crow. Ooh. Yeah, that's I call her. That's my key, that's my keymaster. That's why I call her name keymaster. Oh, I love. You have to go to Salem, Massachusetts. That's like you have. That's a must go. Oh, uh, I would love to. It, the buildings, the the scenery. It's just the people walking around in little garb. There was a guy walking past the. Uh, we, we walked past town hall. Uh huh. I there's a dude with the old the old school pointy hat, and he's like, "Hello there." <laughs> like he like walked by. Oh, that's so cool! Massachusetts accent, the old school talk. He's like, "You know that?" And then he kept walking with his hands behind his back. I, I love just, that. I was just like, "Did I just did I just see a ghost?" Like, <laughs> did I, I just like, go through time? Yeah. Like I'm glad I wasn't wearing all black. They probably would have stoned me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I also have... like to collect little jewelry pieces, like. 
I showed you the belt buckle I have that's going crossbone, but I love to collect stuff like this. Um, this is one of my favorites. It was a bracelet that I let, I actually let Daph wear it one time for a show we were on together and she had broken it. So I, and I, I'm not mad. I think it looks cool. It's just a little hand. So I just set it here on my uh, vanity so that way I can see it every day. And I also collect like, this is a little zipper pull. Mm -hmm. And this is like a little necklace uh, thing. It's a little bat. And then I have somewhere around here, I have a pair of scissors that's on a necklace too that I keep because I think it's so cute. And I just love little spooky jewelry. And I love scissors. I like to cut. <laughs> I like to cut things. You, yeah, Thunderfeet, it is awesome during Halloween, but there's so much foot traffic. It feels like you're in New York City when you walk around on Halloween there. Oh, yeah? Oh, gosh, yes. We were like, oh, oh gosh. Oh, here's the scissors. There, oh, don't want don't to trip and fall with that around your neck. Literally. But I love it. I think it's so cute. I think uh, spooky jewelry is my favorite. You could use that as a weapon in a match. Low key. Or I could use these as a weapon in a match. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm always ready with the scissors. Snippy, snippy. <laughs> yeah, I'm always ready. Gotta be. <laughs> People are coming up with creative ways for stuff weapons. Yeah, I know Chad Epic or no? Um, maybe. He's he's, from... the, he's like the king of hardcore. So, All right, Joe. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> and Chad Epic have become best friends because he has a ring in his backyard and his basement full of hardcore weapons. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. You'd be like, Ding Dong, Mister Epic, can I hang out with you? Hello, me and I'm Damian Lynn. How are you? <laughs> Hi, we're pals now. With the basement full of barbed wire and fun stuff, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> this basement looks like it's going to get me. I better go. <laughs> yeah. It has He has a ring in his backyard, and like he has like, he has stories. Oh, God, you have to watch this episode of Dudes at Ringside. It's his I would love to. Oh, yeah. my God. It was so cool. It's, like, so cool. it's far back though. I think it was, that was from like April. What's it, Joe? May? Maybe April, right? Well, you were talking about the pops, and you have one of you. Me and Geek always dreamed about like, someone making pops of myself and, and Metal Geek. Oh, I would. I think you can get it done. It's honestly not hard to find a company, a little company that can make you a custom pop because you just get the DIY pops. The ones I would, the way I would tell, if someone made me a pop, they have to get, make me with my polo. Don't make me with yeah, my white. Yeah, I think they totally could too, because you just need like. Uh oh, your phone is going crazy. No, someone just now chatted me, and I have no idea who. One um, of those. <laughs> one of them, they're scary people. Yeah. Um, I'm watching you on dudes at ringside. How'd you get my snap? Literally, what what is really going on? Who are you? <laughs> um, what hurts what was glass or thumbtacks honestly uh glass is the craziest thing ever because not only does it hurt because it cuts you like a million times like i they're always small cuts for me i don't really have like big ones but it's just like a really irritating burny like it's like a little stabbing sensation that burns and itches um oh my gosh ma'am my phone Jeez, someone's happy. um literally <laughs> 
Um, so it's very uncomfortable, but also it's loud when it pops over you. So mm. it's like, and it's a pop too. So it's like in your ear and then like on you and then a billion little cuts and like you get really sweaty and irritated and it feels like almost like one of those, like if you rub someone's arm like that yeah. really hard. You need rope burn. Yeah, and then it like, you get sweaty and really irritated and super, super, super itchy because sometimes they don't clean out all the powder. So the powder gets in and it's just, oh, it's an awful experience. Yet I do it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll tell you what hurts worse than anything in a death match. The shower afterwards. Ooh, oh, yeah. Water. Ooh, yeah. There'll be times where all of us will go back to wherever we're staying and we'll all just sit there and we can just hear the person in the shower like, ah, ah, like yelling when they have to pull, like whether it's glass or clean the scars or whatever. Oh, it's, I'm getting like PTSD just thinking about it. Because oh, yeah, you have to do with, yeah, you have to deal with the light tubes. Like yeah. that. I watch some stuff on Instagram that the people are they post after a show, and I'm like, can is is Instagram about to flag this video? All I'm gonna see is a white screen and saying violence. Click it if you want to watch it. Like, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, it's very chaotic. Yeah. So, what is your favorite movie of all time? Um, I have a few that are untouchable. Actually, there's quite a bunch because I like them for different reasons. It's weird. I have favorites of everything. I never have just one favorite. Um, I love Killer Clowns from Outer Space is my number one. I love that movie. That my number, absolute number one. I love, I love the movie Stick It because I think that Stick It is like, you know, like the Bring It On movies are great. Like they're just entertaining to watch, but like. There's no substance. It's just cheerleading in high school drama, you know? And Stick It is like a gnarly story of like a girl who's like a misfit and like a punk kid who like keeps going to jail and then gets sent to gymnastics, even though she was like an elite gymnast. And like she she's gets sent there. And it's like a comedy. Like it's actually a good movie. I know it sounds crazy, but like, um, she's an elite gymnast and she quit and she quit at Worlds and cost the USA the championship. So she was hated. And then she became this bad kid. Like she was a teenager and just became bad and started wrecking shit. And she did $14,000 in property damage to a house. And then she got sent there and everyone found out that um, the reason why she bailed on Worlds is because her mom she found out at Worlds her mom left her and her dad to go be with her gymnastics trainer. And then uh, and then she overcame all of it. And then they were also the whole thing is like a big diss on gymnastics and how judgmental and awful the judges are and how you get like a point deducted if your bra strap's showing. So like at the end, the girls are doing like the craziest stuff ever. And it's like, it's like, um, they'll do the coolest tricks ever and the coolest stuff. And then they'll get a point detected because their bra strap's going. So then like Blink-182 plays and they all, all the girls control the results of the, of worlds because they'll just go and they'll, whoever they thought they, that did the best, all the girls will just go up and like do something like that or do something to control it. But like, I know that sounds weird and deep, but it's actually like a comedy movie and like very relatable and super fun and like super 2000s, like alternative music and like, 
all this stuff. It's so fun. I love it. And I just showed it to Ace Austin. Uh, uh, Gia Miller and I made him watch it. And he was like, how have I never seen this movie? This is the greatest movie I've ever seen. Yeah. It's, there's certain movies out there that like that stick for you for like ever. Like the movie Ghostbusters for me, The Crow, Jurassic Park, stuff like yeah. that. That will never leave your head. Yeah. Certain little scenes in the movie will go like anytime I'm somewhere and a, gar- a car goes over a bump and my and my water bounces, I'm like, crap, the T-Rex is close. <laughs> like, <laughs> crap. Yeah, we uh that's definitely stick it for me she's supposed to do a sukahara which is like you run and it's like a stunt you do where you jump off and push off the gimmick and whatever and she says she's doing a butahara and she starts running in the most ridiculous way ever and gia miller and i were telling ace austin a story and she was like i full butahara and ace didn't get it because he didn't see the movie yet and i got it and i started laughing and she did it so like i totally am with you there's some things that just stick but i love i love um Austin Powers. <laughs> oh yeah. He's my favorite. That's my favorite. Gold Member is like my favorite movie in history. Besides Killer Clowns. But here we go. Favorite band. My favorite band. Um, I love I love the story so far. I love Real Friends, The Wonder Years. Uh, I'm very into Mayday Parade. I actually know the lead singer of Mayday Parade. He's my friend. So um uh I love all classic rock. I'm really big on like Leonard Skinner, Fleetwood Mac. I love Rod Stewart. I love all that stuff. Um I but I pretty much listen to absolutely everything. I love metal. You can put anything in front of me and I love it. The Butcher Babies I think are so dope. Butcher Babies are awesome, by the way. Yeah, they're I, still think, I, I think I got Thunderfeet into that band, you know. And Jeff, well, Thunderfeet's like, who is this? And he just looked them up and like, they're so hardcore metal. Yeah, so, yeah, they're so dope. I think they're the coolest ever. I think they're so cool. Baby Metal's another good one. Oh yeah, they're dope. I really, I was really, really into Poppy for a second, like right before she came Poppy's, into wrestling. Poppy, Poppy's good though. When she came into wrestling, I kind of got over it because I was like, man, now everyone's going to like her. And I've always just naturally been that person that doesn't like what everyone else likes. Another band that's really good is uh, Spirit Box. I've heard of. Joe, Joe, I think, would like them. It's funny. Like, we haven't talked about Spirit Box. I would play them, but the thing is, you know, we'd probably get flagged for that. I really like Nine Inch Nails, and I popped really hard. Uh, Britney Spears posted a video on Instagram yesterday of her, like, dancing to Nine Inch Nails. Oh. And, and oh. I was just like, yes. She's learning. <laughs> I was like, the princess of pop is getting a little wild. You know, everything she's doing lately, she gets a little wild, you know. I love, well, she's free now, I think. Did you see the thing she posted? You can kiss my butt. She said, kiss it. And I was like, whoa. Queen. I like, I would. Hold on. Join the Britney Spears Kiss My Ass Club. I would. I'd be like, we'll get me get some chapstick. <laughs> mustache. <laughs> I said um, it really dirty. I, I, I have, I've had female wrestlers and female podcasters from England say my mustache is ravishing. So. Oh, I'm also super big on Rob Zombie and and uh, White Zombie too. 
Oh my God, Jamie Lynn. Um, I went to um, Halloween Horror Night in 2019. When they did the Killer Clowns and Rob Zombie. Yes. Because yes. Rob Zombie movies, like in horror, my favorite movies are Killer Clowns, all the Rob Zombie movies, and like um, Scream and Texas Chainsaw. So the fact that Killer Clowns and Rob Zombie were in the same place, I had five different plans to go. Each time got a booking over top of them, could not go. Oh man, you missed the coolest. It, my sister had never seen Killer Clowns, and the when I during the summer I said, "Anne, we're going to Halloween Horror Night. Do you want to watch the movie?" She's like, "What movie?" I said, "Killer Clown." She's like, "What? What's this? It's on Netflix. This sounds so stupid." She watched. She was laughing the whole movie. I she love was, it. Horror movie. This movie's insane. Insidious I showed is a scary one. Which one? Insidious. Oh, I don't like insid. I really don't like like paranormal horror movies because I just think it's stupid to me. Because like in, in my head, it's like, what could you do to me? I'm alive. Like yeah. I'm, more, I'm more powerful. So I don't, I don't, I don't really like them. Yeah, that's all I remember is like we went to the house and at first my sister was like, because we got to the killer clown house like right before that before we left. So everything, all the characters were speedily walking through. Like they'd be like, "Rah!" And I looked, look in, and the guy looked like he's taking a smoke break in the back of the back of the curtain. Oh my god! You scaring me now? Or am I supposed to walk? I'm gonna keep walking. Okay. That's so cute. I love Killer Clowns. I showed it to Penelope Ford. She had never heard of it before, and I was like, "You love the Gremlins. You're all about the '80s." This movie is perfect for you. It's her favorite. And she posted a picture the other week on her Instagram. If you go on, there's a picture of her like this and her eyes are closed. And she has like super hot pink eye makeup on. And she's wearing a killer clown shirt. And she was like, this is from, this is for my baby, Jamie Senegal. Because she knows we pop so hard over killer clowns. Which those VHS tapes that glow that I showed you that she got me. They were supposed to be killer clowns. She got them for me, for my birthday, and the person on Etsy botched them. So they're Indiana Jones and Star Wars, but that's okay. Oh, I like, I like Indiana Jones and Star Wars. So Geek would steal your Star Wars tape. He's obsessed with Star, Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah, I'm starting to get into Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones is good stuff. So I love Indiana Jones. I think I, I think for me, I like Indiana Jones a little more than Star Wars. But Star Wars was a weird time for me because when I grew up, I loved wrestling and no one liked wrestling and everyone that liked star wars bullied me for liking wrestling so i was like no i don't want to like star wars y'all are bitches <laughs> you're that geek you're a bitch <laughs> <laughs> yeah bitch <laughs> i'm a ghostbusters fan so people can make fun of me anyway they're like oh my have you ever played oh. the ghostbusters game Although, oh, although, although, one, Joe, one for, uh, the one in 2009, that game was epic. I love that game. I played that game for like two or three days. I, I actually, you're gonna laugh that Stevie Ray said that Ghostbusters is whack, and I got so sad, I almost cried. <laughs> I got the storm off. Like, he did. He's like, Oh, he's like, Don't worry, Ghostbusters is a whack ass movie. Uh, and Joe was like, he did not just say that. EC dub. <laughs> yeah. But see, for me, I feel like Ghostbusters is like 
Ghostbusters reminds me of Casper. So I just get really happy because it that in that time period, I watch that all the time, both yeah. of them. So it just makes me so happy. That game, that game made it even though we're having Ghostbusters Afterlife next this November, it gave me closure and made me know that the Ghostbusters ended their time of being in a franchise on top by taking out the bad guy that opened the portal. Yeah. But then Paul Feig had to walk in and go, I'm making one for all the ladies. Shut up, Paul. I <laughs> just heard the emotion in your voice when you went, ah, I felt the pain. I felt your pain. And it's funny. I went to New York Comic Con that year. The year, like, if you did, like, what are we in 2021 now? I'm walking down the street after Comic Con, nothing Ghostbuster related. And this tall, skinny guy with white hair, dressed in a cool looking suit, walks by me. And I'm like, dude, that was Paul Feig. My friend's like, dude, it wasn't Paul Feig. Joe, you always do this. Like, hey, Paul. And he turns on and goes, hey, guys, what's going on? Ah! It was freaking Paul Feig. Wait, I have to show you the pictures. These pictures are going to be shown right now. I love it. I want to see. Paul freaking Feig holding my Ghostbusters at Pike County, small town, little rinky dinky town. It, it, where is it? Oh my God, I'm, I'm freaking out. We're, we're live right don't now. Don't even bother, Joe. No one could see it. So <laughs> shut up. Geek. I want to see it. <laughs> Jealous. See, he, he, gets all, he gets all mad. Where is it? Geeks the heel of the podcast, so it's okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Oh my gosh, that's so iconic. I still have those stickers too. If you want one of those too, that's that's and once again, once again, Spotify users, I'm sorry. Right? You know what's really cool? Um, what I forgot to mention this. This is like probably like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I met him. We met him too. So that's he the lived, real life Peter Griffin guy. He lives near us. He lives near I us. Love by the that. Way. He yeah, because he's in New York, eh? He yeah. lives in he lives in Deer Park. And that's me and my Ghostbusters franchise with Paul Feigs just walking around New York City. Oh my gosh. Even um, he said to me, he said to me, I was afraid to stop because I thought you were one of those. But then he got me mad. He called me a basement dweller. I was like, Easy I dub. To, I was about to go hardcore. I was about to take my proton pack and my back, my pack, Jamie Lynn, on the back of it has wood. I was like, <laughs> Hold my um, ecto cool. I got this. Um, so this is really cool. This is probably like my fifth favorite movie. I love Tombstone. Hmm. It's like movie. it's I think it's legitimately one of the best movies of our century. Like I think it's so great. And um I think Val Kilmer's portrayal of Doc Holiday is one of the best. I've seen all of them. I think his is like the best. Um and I live like an hour or two away from Tombstone and they have these big Tombstone weekends and like Kurt Russell or Val Kilmer and these people will just come down to Tombstone and just walk around and hang out. Wow. That's cool. And I've, I never got to go because uh, we were at the Grand Canyon one time on vacation. I took my friend there. Uh, so I didn't get to go to Tombstone Days, and I was so sad because I was like, if I see Val Kilmer, I'm gonna smooch him, I'm gonna kiss him <laughs> right on the lips. Security, I'll see you on the news, Jamie Lynn. He's gonna be like, I need a kiss so bad right now, and I'm gonna be like, I'm your Huckleberry. 
Get to go dressed like the old school outfit with the little uh, the outfit that they wear. I'll go dressed up just like Doc Holiday, but with it, but with blonde extensions. I'll come get you. Yeah, <laughs> I'll get you. Yeah, get the guns. You have to get the cool guns. And I'm your Huckleberry, and playing for blood's just my game. Actually, that was on a few weeks ago. I I caught it as he were outside. And the guys were getting kicked out of the, uh, one of the bars, and the guy went outside and just blasted the guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, oh, that scene that was guy. Some to the guy, and then the guy, other guy gets shot, and they're like two guys dead in, in the road. I'm like, yeah, I love that movie. I can't think of the scene. I can't think of the scene. You're gonna have to message me after the show. No, I think I know what scene. Are you talking about the scene when? Uh, when what's his face is like when Johnny Ringo's outside. No, not Johnny Ringo. Am I thinking of Johnny Ringo? No, I'm not thinking of Johnny Ringo. Yes or no? No, I'm not. I'm thinking of the other one. Uh, I forget his name. Uh, I can see him. He's like the head honcho, and then Johnny Ringo's the quiet one. And he's outside shooting at the moon and howling. And then his dad comes and yells at him, and he shoots him. I think that's why, because they were like they were in a bar, and the people getting kicked out of the bar for stealing something. Or something. It was like, why did you shoot him? So, yeah, so yeah, yeah. So, so that scene is where Doc Holiday is very, very lit and he's gambling and he keeps winning. And then the boys call him a cheater. And then, uh, actually, hold on. You ready for this? Hold on. Let's, let's talk about it. I can do this right now. <laughs> let's go. I'm ready. Oh yeah. No, I'm just kidding. It's probably so hard to find that in there. But um <laughs> like where is this scene? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what what happened here? But um no, they're cheating and then they're getting called out for cheating and he's like, "How would you ever?" And then uh one of the boys steps up to uh to White Herb and then uh Morgan Herb blasts him in the back of the head with a pistol and drags him outside. And then everybody leaves, and then the whole thing happens. I think that's the scene you're talking about. Yeah, I think it is. I was like, I was like, I flip, you know, you flip through the channels, and you flip on a, a show or whatever, and you're like, what the hell did I just walk into? <laughs> that's, what, that's all I could think of is, what the hell did I just put on? <laughs> like, yeah, I love it. I love Tombstone. It's legit one of my favorite places on the planet. I have over there, I have the original... Well, it's not the original because it was reprinted, but like it's a printing of the original newspaper from the day after the shootout at the OK Corral. Mm. Yeah, I love I love Tombstone. I love the idea of the Wild West Uh, for as much as Hollywood romanticized it. I feel like I romanticized it times one million in my head. (laughs) Mm. Uh, So I love it. Where do you see yourself in five years? At the OK Corral. (laughs) <laughs> um, honestly in five years i see myself being well i'll have my boobies by then so i'll probably be shopping at walmart in a string bikini with baby oil on <laughs> um no i'm definitely gonna be like one of the best women's wrestlers you have ever met and i'm gonna be killing it and everyone's gonna love me awesome. they already do what are you talking about yes they already do have you, have you ever wrestled Masha yet? Or uh... Yeah, I've wrestled Masha a bunch of times. I wrestled her at NWA and Power. I wrestled her a few, like three times on a Canadian native tour. Mm-hmm. And I wrestled her at CZW. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always have so much fun wrestling her. I'm actually going to wrestle her, 
her here soon in the next couple months. And I'm so excited because she's like my favorite. Send her love. Tell yeah. her dudes at ringside, say hi. We miss oh, her. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, she's awesome. She's wonderful. And I remember one day we went, we got dropped off at LAX airport like five hours early. So we just hung out and we were walking around and um, there's no one else I would rather be stuck in an airport for six hours with than her. Mm. Yeah. Can I think of anything else? I don't got anything else, Joe. You know? I got, got anything else either, and this is so much fun. We don't want to. We don't want to leave. <laughs> um, well, we, want, we want to thank you so much for coming on, though. We'll, thank you for having me. We want to have you again, so we can do a part two. Like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Here in December, we'll, we could do probably do a part two. Actually, we're thinking about doing a New Year's Eve episode. So we'll let you. Um, I don't know about that because no, we're pre-taping it. We're pre-taping it. Okay, okay. Because I was going to say I am wild on New Year's Eve. We're we're gonna pre-tape it and then air it on New Year's Eve. So okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say (laughs) because New Year's Eve, Jamie, is even scarier than Fourth of July, Jamie. And Fourth of July, Jamie shot a bottle rocket out of her ass on a wrestling show. (laughs) Jeez. Yeah. we're gonna we'll have you come back on the New Year's Eve episode and we'll hang out and yeah, tell yeah. extra stories that you yeah. you have from your matches that recent upcoming matches and oh I love it yeah yeah oh yeah something oh yeah can't wait to have you back and thank you again thank, thank you so you. much thank, later thank you for coming on later. Later. that was a fun that interview was fun yeah. that was so much fun so. You guys could always donate to us at httpstreamlabs.com slash dudes at ringside. Httpstreamlabs.com slash dudes at ringside. Joe, take it away. And we would like to say thank Jamie Lynn and our first guest, Spark. Sparks. Kayla, Kayla Sparks. Kayla Sparks. And we, we will see you, calendar flippy flippy. See you see you possibly Sunday if, if they're still up for it. The GHL twins, and then Monday at 8 p.m. with the what's his name again, Geek? You have the calendar right there. Yeah, you're asking me. I always say his name wrong. May on a weapon. I don't know what was I writing. (laughs) All right, see you then. Yeah, all right, bye.